not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. Black and powerful, yes I am. Black and powerful, yes I am. Black and white world like Jefferson's. Black and white world, the rifleman. Black and white world, Batman. Black and white world, Pat Masterson. Black and white world, black and white world. Black and powerful, yes I am. Hello world, I know I love me. I hope you hear me. Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And thank you, thank you for tuning into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being human. It's funny that we're talking about humans today, as we do on every podcast, talking about the intersectionality, the diversity, all these different things that come with being human. But in today's world, we have people who've, well, I can't even say today's world has always been their way, but I think it's showing its most ugly side within today. Um... The side that's always seemed to be very covert for the past few for the past few decades have been very, you know, it's been a lot more low key. It's a lot been, you know, very under. But now we're seeing direct, direct hate. And I think no one really I think everyone was kind of afraid that, you know, this Trump presidency was going to be something really to um, to behold. I think some people had doubts that the man was going to be so damn stupid that he was going to get he truly wasn't going to get anything done. Then there are people who believed the worst by saying that the cabinet that he's created and the people who he's put around them are political, are, are very have a lot of political knowledge and are definite politicians, career politicians with very, very bigot ass views. And now that you're seeing these, you know, hashtags, you know, you know, stop President Steve Bannon, who is uh, an avid, you know, anti, you know, um, white supremacist who Trump still he's not even not claiming that's what he isn't, but more so he's literally giving this man the one of the best jobs you can have with kind of, you know, working, still working very covertly, but still feeding a lot of things into his ear. His stances are very similar to the actions and the executive orders that he's put through in the past in this past week, dealing with things when it comes to international Planned Parenthood, as well as this most recently with the the international ban on Muslims. So you have people right now who are citizens of this country who cannot leave or or are about to be sent away or ones who have visited their home countries and cannot come back. So many people have already been deported. Many people have been held at the at the airport for days. Many things have happened. But let me before I get too deep, because I think I, I feel myself going on a tangent. Let's talk about some good things. Let's talk about some, you know, some things that have, you know, transpired in this past you know, this past few weeks. Um, first off, uh, first and first and last off, really, because I think this is the only real good news I can sit here and say. And that is the Women's March. The Women's March actually um, happened last Saturday. 
and it was the day after the inauguration which was a hell of a good statement and there were record setting record setting numbers for any type of protest of this kind internationally in chicago here in chicago they had to literally cancel the march portion of it because there are over 250,000 participants so they had nowhere to go they had nowhere to march because it was too many people which i believe you know if it was me i would have still did that thing and would have organized in the best way i could and if it would have became a little out of hand you know what that's the point <laughs> it's not a it's i think it's it's not like people are out there trying to you know break into things and make you know all types of havoc happen you had a lot of you know different types of women who went and participated in these things so i think that that wouldn't have happened it would have been just mil almost you know a quarter of a million women just walking throughout the city of chicago you know with their signs and with their you know chants and with with all that you know energy that they had that would have made an indefinite impact on the city it definitely would have disrupted which is fine because there's probably so many with especially when you live in a city where you have trump um whole whole obnoxious ass name on the side of a building i think it's the perfect message if i was them i would have literally walked down went from grant park walked all the way down as a group in the biggest most filed line ever down to wacker and literally surrounded this man's building which I believe is a hotel. I think it's um, one of the Scion hotels and um, who he doesn't own. He doesn't actually own the building. What Trump has done for so many different types of things where he put his name on, he licenses out his name because he, he has established this very kind of ritzy, rich brand and luxurious brand. So he licenses out his name and they, people just put it on the building. It may not be the, it may not be a Trump, you know, building in actuality, but just putting the name on it makes gives it even more, you know, robust foolishness, essentially. But there was a, a nice handful of controversy that came along with this type of protest. And I believe um, I have to agree with my with my lovely, you know, black sisters on this one. It is interesting. And I think so many people have had so many different things to say about, you know, we're dividing, we're being so divisive. It's a good thing. It's allowed to be a good thing. You know, we don't have to bring that up. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do that. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go ahead and take the stance of that is one of America's biggest, biggest, biggest problems. Is that when someone brings in an opinion that they don't agree with, we shut those people out. And especially if that opinion is not the majority opinion, as we see, there were two there were, you know, within the numbers of the millions who have went and participated into these events. And a lot of them were, you know, majority of them were white women. But there was a lot of, you know, women of different ethnicities who participate in these events off the strength of they just wanted to be a part. They wanted to represent. But we cannot disregard the perspective, the viewpoint of people who are going through not only the same thing that you go through as being a woman, but also having to deal with being a black woman and any other woman of color, because each one of those are exclusively different. 
they deal with their own they have to carry their own different types of negative connotations and stereotypes they have to sit there and deal with a lot of different things and with black being on the bottom of the totem pole and you're a woman which pretty you know it sets you up to have you know been dealt the worst type of hand and being that white women sit on the side of you know where they only have to deal with one one type of thing one type of you know one type of oppression which is that you know being sexist because being white is you know it's not a it's not a scorn it's not a true plight that comes with that um if they don't want it to be so i don't mean to say that to you know say that white women don't go through anything but if we're talking about comparisons then that's something that shouldn't even be a conversation if anything support 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 listen to the women of color who share their share their experiences because that's what's needed we need them to share their experiences so i i, I understand i understand why so many different black activists and female uh fe black female activists and womanists and black feminists kind of didn't support it fully um just because of you know the fact that you know there were so many different black women things happen to black women throughout history and white women really don't jump to that. They don't see that a pro as a problem to them until they are affected. And I think that was a major part about it because this was, you had so many different people emulating, you know, old white feminists because that shows that even in the age of the internet, that we're still ignorant to what a lot of these white feminists, you know, stood for because it wasn't truly equality. There's a large, large, large racist, you know, undertone when it comes to the early white feminism that needs to be addressed, that should be addressed. And that still lingers on because you emulate these individuals without giving like without judging them off of their whole selves. You can't take it away. Let's stop doing all of that. Let's not sit here and say, well, he's a great man. If we don't, you know, talk about that part of his life, that's that's BS. That is BS. We have to stop the bullshit. We have to judge these individuals who are public people who have put themselves into a place where they can be judged and criticized, especially if they do anything that's very public and also something that affects other individuals, especially politicians. But that's the world we live in. But it can. And I believe it can change in the world where everyone can literally disseminate information at the click of the, the flick of the, of the thumb. I believe with that type of ingenuity and with that type of spirit that most things, most things can definitely be seen as very, very possible. So don't shade the black women and all different women of color who have said these certain things because it's just the way that the whole women's march was set up that made it fishy to a lot of black feminists who would, who would have definitely supported it. So that's, that's all I got to say, because I believe in, you know, I'm I'm here. I'm supporting it. I want, you know, black women to rise up. I don't I want, you know, this thing called sexism really to be destroyed and not be a thing. But I do know that's going to take time. And I do know that that true, real level of the color line when it comes to true feminism is a real and real like a, it's never went anywhere. And it's still a very prevalent thing within society and it must be addressed do not keep ignoring it do not keep saying black feminists are being divisive and they're being whatever they're being whatever they bring in signs and creating a bad mood listen stop being so dismissive 
You say it's decisive, I'm calling it dismissive. Don't dismiss someone's opinion because you're literally now using your privilege, your white privilege, not your white female privilege, but your white privilege to shut down another woman, which is, yes, sexist. Um, but moving on. Um, the inauguration, um, I'm really not going to talk too much about this because not much to be said. I didn't watch it. Um, I um, feel like, you know, it was pointless. Um, I feel like, you know, I'm not here to support that man in any form or fashion. And, um, and I noticed that not too many other people do either. Um, and I'm going to just, just go ahead and move into and segue right into so many different um, black individuals, especially black celebrities who have kind of came out like Tina Campbell just came out and said she, you know, she done prayed over it and she done, you know, had a change of heart. And she feels like we need to, you know, get a man a chance, you know, I'm going to keep it real. I, I remember tweeting about this just the other day. Black people, we need to stop being the bigger man in every single situation. When we were dragged onto boats hundreds of years ago and brought here to forcibly be worked to death and for our children to be forced to be working and our grandchildren to be forced to be worked and so on and so on until emancipation. That is what made us the bigger man. We were minding our damn business. And I know, I know you probably people listen saying that, you know, Africans contributed to, you know, slavery as well. They, they just gave up, gave up their own people and whatever. Let's go ahead and read the full context around that, because I feel like, you know, that's always a thing that people keep in mind and think about. And that isn't fully the truth. The truth of the matter is, is that back then slavery meant two separate whole things than transatlantic slavery, what transatlantic slavery became. Being a slave was all was literally a title. It was a title. And that title was slave serving so many different words. And that meant that you had a debt that you couldn't pay on your own because you weren't a wealthy individual. So you did things. It's almost you did odd jobs for a certain amount of years, which valued out to a certain amount. But these people didn't treat you as if you were, you know, you know, five, you know, two thirds of a person. They didn't treat you like you were the grovel. You were the worst you know, peace within the puzzle, they treated you as family. You live where they lived, you were around them, and it was literally, this is the way that you're paying me back. You're giving, you're doing these works to pay me back. Simply put, simply as that. So stop that, stop that. But we've always been the bigger man in this situation. We've always been, so we need to stop feeling like we're holier than thou, and we need to be good Christians. We need to just be whatever, because that I feel like is being very ignorant. That's not I don't see that as being in any way, shape or form Christ like just because we're the first to forgive doesn't make us more Christ like. I feel like that definitely makes us foolish because Christ wouldn't want us to, you know, not use our mind and discernment and not be wise and not to even come at you on a preaching moment. But just for people who do believe in that. I don't think that's a place for you to really go to, especially when there's a, so many different heinous things that a person represents. You don't need to immediately come with this whole, you know, well, let's just forgive them. Let's just forgive them because that's not how that's not how the world should work. 
something it's not about some things not being able to be forgiven but they have to show themselves approved to be forgiven that's what i come that's the school of thought that i come from personally but um stop like all of y'all just stop y'all don't realize how many people that you're letting down you you are upset about you know the backlash you're getting from the black community and you feel like people don't understand and you feel like this and the third and you mad because people call you names and calling you stupid. Well, think about what you're doing. Think about what it really is. You're literally going to this person's, you know, who is a very, very hateful man. And especially after this week, if you go and see this man after this week, after, you know, some of the things that he's supported and put through, it's real crazy. You look real crazy. You know, because it's like for a lot of people, it immediately affects you or someone that, you know, you know, every I know. I feel like at least, you know, most black people who are non-Muslim knows a Muslim of some sort, either black or Middle Eastern. Most, you know, most people in America understand, you know, or have probably been in that situation themselves on when it comes to needing that assistance, that education, when it comes to the things that the service that Planned Parenthood provides. So it's like for us to sit here and also we all got mothers. We got a man who disrespects women. We got a man who disrespects people of certain religions, people of certain genders, people, you know, just all types of like he's literally offended every single type of person, no matter who you are. So the fact of you trying to find some level ground and compromise and build a bridge and all that nonsense is stupid. And I seen the most beautiful tweet today, which said, where is Kanye? Where is Steve Harvey? Where are all these people who were trying to, you know, quote unquote, talk to him and has spoken to him. Where are they now when all of this calamity is happening, when you have protests happening at various, you know, in Philadelphia airport and JFK in New York and LAX, all these very, in, you know, Dulles airport, you don't, you ain't saying nothing. You real quiet. The conversation in that bid that, 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 you know, bridge that you just so happen to be building really don't seem too good, does it? It don't seem like it's getting you nowhere. And you probably felt this way, you know, after meeting him and being chastised and thrown away and canceled as, you know, the, you know, lovely people on Twitter, are, you know, definitely throwing around because it's that's how it is. Like we supported you. We brought you to this high place first. And you and even if we're not the ones who are paying your bills fully now, the fact that you are like us, you come from the same place we come from and you don't see anything wrong with that is a problem. It is a problem. And also, no one asks none of you to be those individuals. We have those individuals or we can choose those individuals. We don't I don't want a Steve Harvey, a Chrisette, Michelle, a Kanye. And for damn sure, not even a Martin Luther King, the third to represent me as a political leader of any sort, because I I never, never really understood their ideals, never really trusted them as those types of people. I took them for whatever they did professionally. Chris and Michelle, I took you for your music. Not saying that you can't be within a political space. Not saying you should stay in your own lane. But when you're talking, but there's certain ways that you can go about doing that to be involved in the community. You can do these foundations. You can do this thing that uh, Steve Harvey does every year with you know the brothers, with the young brothers and the mothers. But I feel like there's a lot of things that you know a lot of these people have done that is extremely, extremely problematic. 
and certain things you can't forgive. Certain things they need to be rectified. Certain things there's a certain way that you need to move about it. I believe, you know, Charlemagne said it best when he said if he was ever to be invited, he would bring people who should be the people speaking for, you know, the large amount of the community because they all at the end of the day just want the best for the mass of people of that specific group, of that specific demographic. They just want the best for them. And I think that is vital. Um, but I'm really not here for anybody trying to build no bridge with that man because he's he's obviously slapped you already in the face. He's spat in your face and he has he hasn't even met you yet. And to, for the, all these things to happen and people really not to get anything done, it's crazy to me. Now you've now you've now you've because uh, I, I I would love to call you a sellout, but I feel like that's that's even too much because you don't. I still I still feel like you don't even understand what you have done. So uh, I'm, 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 I'm rambling now. So let me let me keep it moving. And let's go and start talking about solutions. Let's talk about solutions. And I'm going to be very quick with this. Um, but I have addressed three things that need to happen or I guess um, just uh, three areas where I feel like, you know, this is the best way to, you know, find solutions and give any type of solace in your heart to feel like. How can you resist? Just answering that question. How can you resist? Because I feel like that's one of the best kind of like taglines somebody's came up with or hashtags or just any type of little movement slogans, because this is very, very true. Just resisting um, a true resistance, a true revolution need to occur. So those three things I, I recognize where we must attack the money. Grab, hashtag grab your wallet has been a thing that has been going around that I feel like is very, 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 very vital action as well as create and collaborate. Made that one, you know, a duo one. So that's three things. Let me start with money. So there is, a, you know, con, a consensus, a conglomerate, you know, communal effort, I guess you can say uh, to essentially, you know, boycott these or these organizations that have hourly openly and publicly and some of them even secretly um supported trump um and i think that is a very very vital one i feel like if you're talking about very you know very large major corporations that have got on the bandwagon got on the trump bandwagon because they see them needing for instance uber which i believe is probably one of the most 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 stupid stupid individuals to ever this is as a company as well as a ceo um to ever do this because so many people <laughs> I, I live in chicago so i'm not sure how it is everywhere else but so many people of not um not only who are muslim but um are middle eastern whatever they are because they may they're definitely not always going to be muslim are uber drivers so it's kind of like you you're definitely like attacking your own interests you're attacking your own employees which really are people who are volunteering and you just throwing them you know are paid essentially paid volunteers in a way so that was very stupid and especially when you already have a large competitor within lyft in the market it may make more sense for you to kind of stay off and be cool and be off kilter because I feel like we've already chastised these black um, celebrities who haven't put their dollars in or gotten too involved. But a lot of these, you know, 
large corporations such as the CEO of Uber, the CEO of General Electric, CEO of Amazon. Yeah, I know Amazon. And um, there is concerted. There is definitely like a communal effort to boycott these organizations. But you say, how in the hell, Rodney, can you boycott these organizations? How can I find out? Is it just a Google search? Is there any way to organize this? Actually, a man by the name of Nathan Lerner, um, white guy, had came up. He had, has already created an app called Boycott Trump. And from the I'll read the um, you can find this app on um, the Apple Store as well as an Android app. Um but from the description, it says created by the Democratic Coalition Against Trump Boycott. Trump is the first app of its kind, allowing users to hit Trump where it hurts most his wallet. Search through over 250 companies and people to see they're directly connected to Trump. Make Trump and his allies pay literally for their hateful rhetoric and regressive policies. Use consumer action to take a stand for what's right. We all know how Trump Towers and Trump Stakes are connected to Trump, but did you know Nike, Millicores, Johnson & Johnson, Gucci, and many other major companies can be directly linked to him as well? So find out how. Definitely go to Boycott Trump. That is the app name. Boycott Trump. You can find that anywhere on you know in the Apple Store as well as within the Android uh, Google Play Store. Um, BET actually um, released an article on their website called here are the 12 companies you need to boycott if you don't support Donald Trump. These people put money directly in Donald Trump's pockets, which is illegal. Actually, he should not be able to profit in any form of fashion as a president from any outside business or his previous business dealings. So they also have a full list. Um, that I'm going to put in the description below if you want to go ahead and check that out as well. But just a list of few um, Amazon. We got Hobby Lobby on here. You know, that just fucks up the arts and crafts of people. Um, HSN, that's the Home Shopping Network. Um, Jet, which is not the magazine. Actually, Jet Boxes is um, essentially kind of like a delivery service where you can find like discounted things that which I believe they just got bought out by Walmart. Uh, the Lending Tree. Um, Miller Coors, the uh, beer company, New Balance, which is one that, you know, I think a lot of people knew Scion Hotels, which is one of the uh, people who um, that's the, one of the people who own one here in downtown Chicago. Um, UFC, the ultimate fighting championship for people who may not know that um, Perfumania, which I'm assuming is a kind of a, a online uh, kind of like fragrance service, Yuling, Yung, Youngling beer, excuse me. Uh, Southern is my draw, caught my tongue. Um, and also the last one being Uber. Uber. So I've already deleted my Uber app. There's also, you know, if you just go to hashtag, um, go to the hashtag delete Uber. It gives you a complete description of how to delete your Uber. Or you can just actually just Google it. And there's already a wiki how to delete your Uber completely. And um, they're going to definitely um, send you. And they have you a little space so you can put a reason. I put a little reason because I feel like, you know, it's not even being petty with letting people know for the thousands and thousands of people who are deleting that app right now. It's all for the same reason. We can't support you. I ain't about to get in your ride. Ain't about to fuck up a lot of people's money. 
just because of what you believe in. I don't give a damn about you saying you're going to give a lot of these people free money. That really doesn't do enough for me. But like I said, I'm going to put the uh, full list link down at the bottom. Now, do you ask? That is a lot. That is so many. And there's literally so there's like more and more that you're going to see. That's so many different companies. This is a little extreme for me, Rodney. This is a little extreme for me, King. I don't know if I can really do this. And that's fine. That is completely fine. Trust me. Um, there's definitely, you know, there's a few of, you know, our fan favorites that are not, you know, involved with them in any way, shape or form, such as Google, because you can't stop using Google. That would be just absurd. Apple. I'm glad I switched over. Um, and Netflix, because who the hell you can't say Hulu and chill. You can't say you definitely can't say Amazon and chill because you, I just said they, you know, support you know, it's, that would that would just mess up a whole cultural phrase. So I'm not here for the, you know, I'm all here for the culture. I'm not here for, you know, regressing the culture back because of some bullshit. You feel me? But let's keep it moving because I, be, I believe I understand that's hard for people. I feel like but I do believe that's one of the things that everyone can do, no matter who you are, no matter how much time you have on your hands. Just be very, very, you know, view this list, download that app before you, you know, patronize some business or do whatever you do. Let's hit these people where it hurts, which is spending your money, because if you're in a I, I feel like in a place like, you know, a very large major city, it's fairly easy to do this. It may be a little harder if you're in a smaller place where a lot of these you know, companies and businesses kind of, you know, help you do your thing. If you have an Amazon store, you know, you're making your own type of money. Maybe you should think about doing eBay. I'm, you know, using my own discernment myself on which ones I choose to not support. Because certain things you just can't choose. You know, Uline is one of those companies on that list. And they literally, you know, provide different types of services for so many different companies. So uh, I'm not telling no one to, you know, boycott their job or boycott whatever. Get your money, get your paper. But also understand who the people who you work for also support. So, you know, if there can, you know, if there can be any organized effort to make that change or if you have the power to make that change, change it change it change it but moving on to action action which i believe is just getting involved in these protests and disruptions of the status quo which is simply put as that um i feel like that's that's one of the easiest things you can do if you have that time if you're a college student especially college students if you have that time there are so many different things that are organized gonna be organized even more now hopefully um so definitely promote and support these efforts and keep the vibe going, keep pushing back, keep disrupting businesses, keep doing all those good things, because those types of things are what's going to really, truly make change. I believe in, you know, when it came to the to the uh, Montgomery boy bus cot, the bus boycott um, back in the day, they literally didn't ride that bus for, you know, over a year. And so just that just that much time made that change. And that is a long time. But. I feel like with perseverance and with doing the, you know, your due diligence into finding alternatives to do whatever that is that you're boycotting from or standing up against, then that is going to help us all out and definitely make some positive change and make a lot of these, like these corporations, understand where their money really come from because it's not the government, it's us. So do buy by us. The customer is always right. Make like let us let them know what the hell is going on because when they hold you know department store and 
website is low on traffic and all this nonsense and they see themselves having to write off a whole lot of losses then that's on you you see the power of the people um oh also um i want to you know definitely congratulate you know so many different organizations who have went and um actually did so much work into specifically the american civil liberties union which is an organization that has literally uh stopped um, with their own group of lawyers and litigators went and stopped um this kind of like muslim band to go into true truth uh fruition and but it's still you know kind of in the process to still get put through but the fact that there are people who are fighting against us i want to go ahead and list off a few organizations that i feel like that i agree with coming from the huffington post which is an article that says these organizations will critically need support during Trump's presidency. One being the American Civil Liberties Union, which is essentially just an organization, you know, of people who defend your fundamental rights and liberties um, according to the Constitution. And they've already, you know, raised seven point one, seven point two million dollars since the election. So they moving, they getting it going. They're they're out here really, really, really trying to get it, get it, get it. And they're really, really pushing to, you know, defend all immigrants, especially um, Planned Parenthood, which I've already, you know, spoken about um, briefly. Definitely, definitely support Planned Parenthood in any way you can. The Southern Poverty Law Center, which is a critical nonprofit that combats hate and tolerance and discrimination through educational programs and litigation. Definitely need that, especially for my southerners. You know, I know there's a lot of sketchy shit that happens. So definitely, definitely, definitely get involved and see what type of help and what type of support you can you, you know, help them with the Lambda Legal, which is the oldest national legal organization dedicated to fighting the rights of the LGBTQ community and Americans living with HIV. Um, definitely um, support this organization. I feel like, I, you know, um, brothers and sisters who have dealt with this 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 discrimination throughout their lives um it needs to be normalized we need to get past that you know point of you know heteronormativity that we that you know straight is the right way to be and we need to get past that it's not icky it's not a, a you know a social disorder or a psychological disorder they're not crazy they are who they are they're human and i believe we can't we got to really move on and see that we're we, we can't have those types of things, especially if you're a black man speaking to my black brothers. If you're a black man and you're homophobic or transphobic or whatever, whatever it is, but you fuck with seeing, you know, two chicks kissing because that's some hot shit, you know, because you like future and shit, you know, sisters kissing and shit. You are the biggest hypocrite and get over that shit, bro. Like that's that's that's. That's how the the way the universe works is this. If you sit here and shaming and coming down and trying to condemn all these gay men and just trans people within the world who literally are trying to be themselves and do what they feel like they supposed to do to be happy um, and be with whoever the hell they want to be with. And you coming down on them literally defeats the purpose, especially if you're an individual who wants to wants the world to treat black people right, especially black men. Right. So chill out you can't sit here and want justice for yourself if you don't want justice for everybody else that's all i got to say moving on um national association for advancement of colored people i plan that you know i'm trying to i'm in contact with stephen green who is the youth director of the chicago um one of the chicago chapters here who uh he's done a few things on msnbc represented and he's a morehouse man 
and um, definitely want to bring him on and um, really see what he has going, type of things he's involved in, and also to see, you know, how I really want to, you know, talk about, you know, I feel like NAACP has been a thing that has been vital within the black community, but there's still a lot of questions that people have always had about the NAACP for so many different reasons. So definitely look forward to speaking with him, hearing him, uh, hearing our dialogue on this show. Um, the Council on American Islamic Relations, also called CARE, I think that's how you pronounce it, is a Washington, D.C. based Muslim civil rights advocacy group dedicated to promoting a positive image of Islam and Muslims in the United States. Really, really, really big one. If you're not even is, you know, if you don't even believe in Islam as a religion, you probably have a, you know, a brown brother or sister, you know, who you work with, whatever. Especially if you're in California and you're in the tech field, and you so this affects so many different people, and especially like black Muslims and all these different people. Let's always push out that negativity, support, get to know them, and also let them know that you know I'm here, I'm here to support you, whatever you need. Um, shout out to you know Airbnb, even though you know it's kind of like a half shout out because I heard some racial, some racial shit that they done did but for still trying to provide some type of sanctuary and providing homes for people to stay um, for a lot of these different refugees and uh, Muslim Americans. Um, the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, also called RAIN, with two ends, is an anti-sexual assault organization that works with local rape crisis centers across America while also providing anonymous web-based support initiatives like a cross hotline like a crisis hotline excuse me for victims of sexual assault i don't i don't need to say anything else on why you need to support that that's fairly obvious and that's very very big i'm i might need to put that down on my list of things to talk about but that's one of them that's one of them right there man um rape culture is a serious thing though um hashtag that rape culture rape culture is a serious thing um next is standing Stand with Standing Rock, which is an organization committed to permanently halting the Dakota Access Pipeline um, under a Trump presidency. Native sovereignty may not be a top priority. And that is a big, big, big thing because they were one of the first people who were affected by not only Trump, but the ideals that have been within America for so, so long. So let's stand with the native true Americans of this country because they they've been definitely you know kind of you know been scraping the bottom of the barrel for a long time in a lot of different ways americans for immigrant justice um also called ai justice is a nonprofit law firm committed to protecting and fighting for the basic rights of immigrants representing immigrants from all over the world ai justice provides a unique combination of free direct services impact litigation policy reform and public education at local state and national levels so AI justice, that's Americans for Immigrant Justice. Pretty self-explanatory. Definitely get to it. Um, Sylvia Rivera Law Project, which also called SRLP, helps protect the rights of the most vulnerable members of the LGBTQ community. The core mission of SLR, SRLP is guaranteeing that all people are free to self-determine gender identity and expression, regardless of income or race or without facing harassment, discrimination, or violence. Pretty good, pretty good. Definitely, you know, check out all, all of these organizations. You're going to definitely see this Huffington Post uh, article link um, within their Queer Voices 
um, within their Queer Voices uh, segment um, under this uh, in the description. But um, and lastly, create and collaborate. And this is, I feel like, one of the most going to be the most therapeutic uh, things that you do is that you still need to create. Keep creating. Even matter of fact, turn it up. Go even harder now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're living in a time, you know, they're, they're about to come out with a documentary um, in a few weeks called I'm Not Your Negro, speaking about, you know, some of the words that James Baldwin spoke and how that, you know, parallels to then and now. And I believe through his words has inspired so many different people who came after him. And I feel that those words are how we find some type of this we find some type of help some type of inspiration so we can get through these times as well as be able to fight back with our minds with our imagination so i feel like let's continue that same method of creation by being very bold being very controversial with our ideas and also pushing back just push back with your words and the things you create and also collaborate find people who have like minds like yourself because I'm, I'm, I come like another thing I put on Twitter is that I come from a school of thought that, you know, because this whole building bridge and we need to have a conversation, we need to be around, whatever, whatever. Um, I come from a place where I, I understand because, you know, there's a lot of people who are living in this country who really never met a Muslim person, who ne really never met someone who was from, who's Iranian, Pakistani, um, someone who, you know, wears the, uh, the hijab. Or any type of you know garb they don't recognize um people who have never met black people within the midwest you know are barely around them you know or seriously you know didn't see one until they went to college and it was some star football player all these different things i understand that that is a true and a real thing but i do believe there's a large 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 impact within people who are like-minded who look like them speaking to each other organizing themselves and then branching out i definitely believe that i feel like we have to not only because i feel like you have so many people who branch out and want to like you know give out that olive leaf you know that olive branch excuse me and say you know i want to you know embrace you know a different culture and get to know a different culture you know i feel like i'm a black man and i i feel like i've shut out white people for so long i feel like i'm a white guy you know who has shut out, you know, black folks, any other type of race for so long. And I want to get involved. Sounds hella like science experiment, like social experiment type of shit to me. I feel like all that needs to happen extremely naturally. And also don't neglect your own people. Don't become such a, you know, you know, collaborative, you know, rainbow, rainbow coalition type of mind, have this rainbow coalition type of mindset that you're literally neglecting your own people. You're making so much progress to be have a diverse friend group that you're not really even settling the problems at home. Fix home. So many people have broken homes and even white people. Y'all have broken homes, too. When I when the election happened and they were, you know, so much art and, you know, comedy works coming out about, you know, how in the hell can I go home and talk about this? You know, certain people I knew personally were sitting here trying to, you know, contemplate if they were going to be able to talk to their parents because they feel like their parents may have voted for Trump. You know, they have cousins or friends from high school that they, you know, followed on Facebook or whatever that they know for a fact voted for Trump. 
And how in the hell can you bear to speak to these people now? How can you bear to even fuck with them now? How can you do that? So it tells me that there's a as a rift. And also it tells me that you've ignored something for a very long time because these ideals shouldn't be new to you. The fact that you should have been able to know that, oh, he going to definitely vote for Trump. Yeah, I mean, I can tell. It is what it is. It's it's hard to ignore that. You know, it's kind of how we are when it comes to, you know, in the black community, when it comes to drug dealers and things like that. We just let them be because they, you know, as long as they don't get me into it, it is what it is. I think that's the same parallel when it comes to a lot of white households or just people who are, you know, come off as white or, you know, identify as white households. They're ra- They have these racist individuals in their, you know, in their household. They're, they're related to directly um, that have these very bigot ass views. And they have never kind of checked them. They never came at them for anything. Why? Most of the time, because they may be the breadwinner. May they may have a lot of power on, you know, keeping the lights on and making sure you fed and clothed and all these different reasons. But we got to stand up now. We got to straighten out our own people. We need to straighten out these, you know, these cousins of ours. We need to straighten out these rich uncles of ours and rich fathers and parentals of any sort. We need to straighten these people out. They need to be spoken to. And if not, they just be left in the dust. I'm not here for that. Like, let's collaborate with people who are on the on the wave that you own because and also like keep building on that wave, keep building on people who have more and more, you know, who are more and more affluent, but are still extremely conscious. That was what I feel like how that gap really can truly be bred, you know, kind of really be, you know, that gap can really be closed. Um because you keep moving up and moving up and meeting all these different influences with your own type of work and you get all the way up to Oprah and she can you give her this idea and it's like oh let's do it now I'm gonna fund it for you and you making this really impactful change that is the dream when it comes to this and really truly truly resisting with your own art because no one's ever gonna sit here and be like you know I don't want to see this you know very provocative documentary talking about you know the equality of this that and the third you know, we see how 13th and all these different documentaries that have came out um, affect us. And the information is very, very vital into our own existence. So let's keep supporting this. Let's keep creating these things and let's keep on pushing and resisting by these three things, which is grab your wallet, you know, fight and hit the money, hit the pockets, action, go and join, support donate to all those organizations that i listed that you can see under this description of this podcast as well as create and collaborate find those like-minded individuals and get with them create things together and keep creating your own things push 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 um i really really enjoy that you know so many people are being definitely are feeling so um feeling very positive about these situations they're trying to see you know they're trying to see some you know silver lining with this presidency and i feel like that's a a mood that everyone should be in we can't keep getting upset we have to keep fighting back because i feel like if they have this emote this kind of like power of us that that's the emotion that we have it needs to make us react instead of sit around and be stagnant and sad we need to react and be mad and be angry and just come at it full force to actually get something done that's what I truly believe in. That's what I'm going to try to do for myself um, in my own little way. Thank you all for, for listening. This is the Simply King podcast. If you don't know, now you know. You can listen to Simply King on everywhere podcasts are available, being 
SoundCloud, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, um, TuneIn Radio. Uh, I'm on the podcast and color directory, um, as well as um, I'm a part of the Second Wind Collective of here right here in Chicago. I just joined Blueberry, which I feel like doesn't matter that much. Okay, anyway, um, and also Stitcher um, for those people who are truly, truly podcast listeners. Definitely, you know, hit me with that hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, hit that repost button, hit that, you know, hit me up with a nice little review. If you agree with me, if you disagree with me, let's talk. Follow me on everything, Kings underscore memoirs, and also check out anything else that I'm doing at lifeisking.com. That's lifeisking.com. So check me out, check me out, check me out. Definitely got some real cool things coming at you um, for next week. Check it out. I'm going to have some, you know, dope creatives coming in because I'm not going to keep talking about this, you know, this putting everybody in this mood. I'm going to talk about positive things and people who are out here using their art, being positive, making dope stuff happen. So look forward to me highlighting great black women within the arts, you know, men out here who are trying to, you know, defeat and tear down stereotypes keep looking at it definitely keep looking at it and definitely um look out for me adding things into youtube we'll try to do a little bit more visual things i got my little try you know phone tripod and everything so definitely look out may not put you know full. i may not put full episodes on youtube but we will see but i definitely need to get on youtube it's, it's been too long a coming thank you all for listening this is simply king